Blog Talk Radio. How to be smarter in 30 seconds from Fresh and Easy. Lettuce isn't expensive, unless it's organic lettuce. Then suddenly a head costs you an arm and a leg. But not at Fresh and Easy. We carry wild oats products. They're good for you, the planet, and your budget. In fact, if you come in today, you'll get a dollar off a wild oats organic salad or a USDA-certified organic sandwich, like a turkey breast and white cheddar with tangy cranberry Dijon sauce. Mmm, that's smarter. That's Fresh and Easy, the smarter market. Blog Talk Radio. Magazine here at Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Sandra White Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. We are a teen magazine for written for teens by teens. Here at Urban Teen Magazine, we focus on the entertainment section of Urban Teen, bringing to life to our readers and listeners some of the wonderful and talented artists that we feature, which brings me to our very special guest today. Most 25-year-old singer-songwriters would be putting in all they have for their final push for a major label deal. After all, they usually snatch the singer when they're younger. Not this one. Elizabeth Langham is doing the music to simply create, inspire, and bring positive vibes into people's ears. Welcome to Urban Teen Elizabeth. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to start off the show with one of Elizabeth hit singles, Love Song. Um, we'll, so we're going to go ahead and listen in on that, and we'll return with um, more from our special guest, Elizabeth Langham. So let's take a listen. Thank you. It's Elizabeth
Geographical, whatever. And I remember I had this little walkie-talkie headset, and I was like, I want to use this. And so it was actually a Backstreet Boys song that I was singing, and it was like supposed to be catching me off guard, and it's supposed to be a little comical. And then I was supposed to be like reporting the news, whatever. And um, like my teacher had said, Oh wow, like I like your voice. You have a good singing voice. And I never, I never really thought about that because at the time I was like, I was thinking about like being a police officer and like. Secret Service and FBI, all that stuff. I love that stuff. But um, she was like, oh, you can sing. And I was like, hmm. I kind of like the attention, too, and the camera's on me. <laughs> so I was like, I want to pursue this a little bit. But then I never, I just did choir basic, and then, like, it didn't start until, like, high school. And my daddy took me to this recording studio, and that's when I was like, oh, my God, I love this life. Like, I've never been happier playing basketball and track and field and all that, like, that was cool, but, like, music, there's nothing to replace that, my love for that, so I was like, I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just to think that one teacher kind of sparked it in you yeah. a little bit, so, 
Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, where were you born or where did you grow up? And um, do you feel your background played a part in your interest in music and performing? Did it, Do you feel like where, you, where you're from or where you grew up had anything to do with your background in music or help you um, with your style of music? I think um, I was adopted. So I, oh. I don't know my biological parents, but um, my adoptive parents, They I was born in Marion County, Indianapolis. And um, they took me to Bloomington. And then my adoptive parents, I always call them mommy and daddy. I don't care how old I am. They're always going to be mommy and daddy. <laughs> but, like, right, right. they they do church music. Like, um, it's not even, I, I would say they won't like it, but I'll classify it as, like, folk Christian music. They do it at the church. And my daddy runs the choir at the church that we all grew up in and everything. And so, like, he just, always let me sing and my mommy also she does cantering and singing and stuff so like I always had music around like I took piano lessons which sucks because I can't read music well at all (laughs) but I I play by ear everything that you'll hear in Rise Up I did by ear so I can't read music but um, I'm working on that but no they definitely helped me a lot when it comes to like supporting the music aspect they do not like the industry because it's so I'll get in more in depth with your questions, like with the industry and the situations I've been in. But, like, they just loved and allowed me to be creative. Like, I would write little songs. Like, my first my first poem was actually about a cucumber turning into a pickle, a dill pickle, because oh. I love dill pickles. So, like, <laughs> that was my first writing experience. Like, it's a little corny, but, hey, you got to start somewhere, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. And that that brings me to my my next question. I was going to ask you, have you ever taken lessons or training in music or is was it just naturally for for you? And um I do know people who 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 play by ear and and they you yeah. would never know because they're so talented. They just pick it up. Honestly, like the new songs that I'm getting ready to release are all by ear. Like I'll sit at a keyboard or a piano and just like practice on the chords and I'll be like, "Okay, this sounds good." and with, put it in conjunction with the left hand, and I'll be like, okay, this sounds like harmonizing and all that stuff. Like, I'm more of a by-ear person, and, like, I'll put beats in my head. Like, I got caught the other day. I, was, I had the headphones in, and my um my boyfriend's friend rolled up on me, and I was dancing in the back, and I was like, okay, I want to put this beat to this song. And I was just like, I just, I have such a vision for music. I don't I don't like people telling me exactly how to play a song or how to sing a song. I like making my own renditions of things and like I just I don't know, it's just there's like a creative bug in me that just keeps crawling and will not die. I just Right. This <laughs> is how I work. And and you mentioned about the industry. Do you um where do you see yourself in the entertainment industry or do you see yourself playing a role in the entertainment industry? You know what? I used to dream of that, but I don't think we have enough time for the experiences that I've had. It's very hard being a female without a manager to speak for you. And, like, I don't know if I can say it on on air, but, like, sex, drugs, and all of that, like, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I think that's a song, the rock song, that, like, that mm-hmm. is not a lot. It's so predominant in this industry and, like, my parents, they don't like the industry because of that, but they right. taught me, like, morals. And I will never sacrifice my morals to just get one step above somebody. I will not do that. 
and like I've I've had I won't name the labels, but I've had three major labels where it's been where like I would have to sleep with them to like finalize the contract. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I won't. I refuse to. But the song Rise Up that I think you're gonna play later in the show, like mm-hmm. that song so much to me because the whole reason I do music is one, because I it's like a vent it's like a vent outlet for me. And like with every everybody goes through like struggles and stuff, but I do it to create and to like let some steam out. And so like I don't know, it's just it it was disappointing, I'm not gonna lie. Because, like, at the moment you're thinking, okay, I'm going to get this major $3.2 million deal or $1.1 million deal and all this, blah, 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 and you're going to get all this money and you're going to go on tour and all that. But then you literally have to sell your soul. And I'm not that type of woman. Like, right. I, that's not how I was raised, and that's not how I will conduct my adult life. So the Rise Up well, song I, I made, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, well, you know, stick to your convictions because there are artists, I feel, that are independent artists who who are like you and who won't, like, sacrifice or or change who they are as an artist. And, um, I I mean, I'm thinking one to mind that comes to mind is um, Macklemore, and I feel like it's (laughs) Stick to your convictions. I love you already. (laughs) (laughs) I love you already for saying that because it's just like it's so hard because now you have – I'm not. I won't name names, but you have all the artists like that, the female artists that have to talk about booty shaking and, you know, mm-hmm. their drunken love and all this, like all the sexual stuff. There's music out there that you can listen to when you just want a good time. You don't have to be on any of that stuff to appreciate music. Like this, that's why I love my song Rise Up so much because that one I've gotten emails from other people because I was going through a hard time when I wrote it, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about that. But um. Like, I get emails from kids that have been bullied and stuff and, like, have thought about suicide and stuff, but they listen to my song every morning walking through the hallways of high school or middle school, and that gets them through the day. That's why I do music. Not I don't care about the money. I don't care about any of that. Like, if I can affect one person and that made their day and that helped right. them, like, get through life struggles, that's why I do it. That That makes me keep going. That keeps the momentum going for my passion and for my drive and for my... Yeah, yeah, definitely. And who or what is your inspiration? Who do you admire and you feel keep you focused on your music? (laughs) Artist-wise, people are going to laugh because they want... Normally people say, like, Beyonce or Rihanna and all that stuff, but, like, my inspirations are, like, Celine Dion and Stevie Wonder. I got to meet him at the NAMM show in California that they have. You, You probably know about that. And, um, yes, yes. like, it's just, like, people that do real music, that it doesn't have to be about anything sexual. It doesn't have to be related to drugs. It doesn't have to be about partying and, like, messing you up. It's just, it's just a good time. You know, that's all the music is. It's people like that. And Celine Dion, I think, there's still nobody that can top her. I was, yeah. yeah. I would die a happy woman if I could go see her Vegas show <laughs> right now. <laughs> And and it's, it's basically singing and, and performing about your or writing about your experiences and and not conforming yeah. to what everybody else is doing. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And on a yeah. different note, um, what does Elizabeth like to do in her spare time? What do you like to do for fun other than Uh-oh. perform? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I'm like, 
I don't know. I almost think I have, like, a split personality disorder because one minute I'll like working on cars. The next minute I'll like going rock climbing or horseback riding or playing basketball. I think I'm a tomboy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think this interview is going to, like, <laughs> be the final diagnosis of my personality. But, um, no, it's like, I don't know. I just love anything where people can come together and just have a good time and just enjoy life. Because I've been through a lot, and it's just like you need those moments to keep you going, you know? So I just, and I love, I'm not even going to lie, I love crossword puzzles and antique shops. People don't realize. (laughs) So I will go to them, like spend a Saturday, rainy day, whatever, shopping in an antique shop or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and what would you say has been your biggest challenge in this industry you kind of alluded to some of it but as far as like this industry and what if you can name one thing that's your biggest challenge what would that be I think the biggest challenge aside from what I stated where like the sex all of that aspect of it I think my biggest thing is like I have a big heart and that's my weakness that's my greatest strength and that's my biggest weakness so it's like I'll care about somebody, and then as soon as they flip that and they're like, oh, well, you owe us this. We're getting ready to give you this, all this, your whole life, career, and then you're not going to do something as what they call little, sleeping with you. Like, I get hurt by that. So I think I think that's my biggest challenge because I don't trust people anymore in the industry. Like, it's it's hard because the industry is run mostly by men, you know? Right. So it's in which sucks, but we're getting ready to change that, right, Miss Sandra? Yep. Yes, so. yes, definitely. <laughs> if I can help you, we will. <laughs> yes. No, we're gonna help it together. It's teamwork. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think definitely. I think that's my biggest I think that's my biggest the hardest part is because I'm so I always wanna see the good in people and I always wanna like you know, make sure everybody's okay and everybody's happy with the contracts and all this stuff. But then at the end of the day I'm the one that's like, okay, I got to bow out because I'm not, I won't jeopardize that. So that's, I think that's been the biggest setback and hardship of the whole thing. But it's all good, you know, because I don't do music for that. I do music to help people. Like the emails that I get from the kids that have been bullied and that say my song is the one they listen to when they wake up because they know they're getting ready to face a hard day. That's why I do music. Yeah. So it's all, it's all worth it. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so it is. <laughs> okay, uh, well There's we're going to no. take another quick we're going to take another quick break and listen to one of Elizabeth's other hit singles and this one is what she alluded to earlier also is Rise Up. So we're going to take a quick break like I just mentioned and we'll be right back with more from our special guest Elizabeth Langham. Yes, ma'am. Langham and Voice I'm about to spit something real. Cause y'all need to know that you're not alone. Y'all can relate. Y'all hit rough patches in life. But you're a victor, not a victim. I'm alive, that you know the deal. Kick me when I'm down, but you know I always feel I'm a Nothing left but something's 
Seventeen Magazine with our special guest Elizabeth. Welcome back! Wow, wow, wow. Hello, hello. powerful, powerful, powerful song. And I was like, "Girl Power," and everybody just feels like a <laughs> victim. You. I just felt what a great, 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 powerful message in that song. Um, and I know you said you were going to like elaborate a little bit on the the song "Rise Up." Um, give us a little background about it and why you felt the need to write it. Um, honestly. I'm not even gonna lie. Like that's, I think that's the biggest thing with artists is everybody thinks their life is like perfect, and you have all this money and you can just do whatever you want, all this stuff. Money does not buy happiness. Like there have been moments where, like, I'm not even gonna lie, I've been lonely, and there have been people that have done me wrong so bad, where I just like my my brain is I'm too loving of a person. So it's like I can't comprehend why somebody would be so vengeful for something I didn't even do wrong to them. Like they just, I, I don't get it. I don't even know how to explain this. But, but basically the whole reason for that song is because I went through a depression stage where I literally attempted suicide. I'm not going to lie. And, like, I wrote that song. After, after the doctors, like, revived me and everything, I... I was just like, man, that was stupid because, like, who – I'm being as weak as that person that tried to bring me down and trying to take my own life. Who am I to play God with my own life, you know? And so I wrote that song. I was like, no, I'm not going to let you bring me down. Isn't Everybody has, like, weak moments in life, you know? So yeah. I just – I wrote this song. I was like, no, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I'm not going to – this is not woe is me whatever, I'm going to take whatever I need to take and do whatever I need to do to rise up. I'm laying down on the ground getting ready to die. I'm done. Now I'm going to stand on my own feet, you know, my own. And so I wrote the song because, like, that was the weakest point of my life. And I got it tatted on my right arm, too, so, like, to remember it and everything. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I'm I'm tired of it. Like you can you can only live so long being a victim. You either continue to be a victim or you can take that and apply it to your future and like learn from it and make something from it or you can just stay there and just die that way. I'm not dying that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to make yeah. something of my life. I want to impact people. So I wrote that song and like it was I'm not going to lie, Miss Fender, it's the hardest time of my life. And the depression, people with depression, it, like, it really hits you. It hits you hard. And I didn't realize it was so bad. You were like, oh, well, just stop being woe is me and, like, smile. It's, like, it's not that easy. Like, when you're going through something that somebody's lying on you and you have to go to jail for the lie that they put on you, like, it sucks. And I was just, like, depressed and, like, my family was mad at me for all of that because they didn't realize. They were like, oh, well, you're going to jail because you must have done something wrong. I didn't. She lied on me. Like, so it's just like it was really hard time in my life, and I was just like, I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being the victim. I refuse to be it anymore. So any and, any type of hardship. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, and, and to have that testimony to be able to talk to and, and, and through the song to people who are going through that, it's, like, amazing. I mm-hmm. feel like um my hat's off to you to and, and to actually 
uh, be a person not right about it, but to have been through it and felt it. So that's why I think that song Thank is you. really, really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what is the one thing you would want your fans to know about you as an artist that they might not know? That I'm just like them. Like, <laughs> I hate the whole <laughs> – I am. Like, I make mistakes every day. <laughs> Like I, right. I'm clumsy. I'm clumsy. Like uh, I run into things and I trip when there's nothing to be tripped over. Like I'm, I'm just normal. Like there's no, there's no like, there's no facade here. That's why my album that's coming out with the songs that I'll send you later on once they are finalized. It's called Gone, and it's like the album is gonna be called No Secrets. I'm just like everybody else. I don't like the whole, uh, the whole like celebrity. Oh, you got everything perfect and everything handed to you. No, it's not like that at all. So you can make friends in the right places, but that's still none of that buys you happiness. You know, yeah. like it's just convenience. There's a difference between being convenient and being happy. So if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. And, and what can we expect from Elizabeth in the future? Any upcoming projects or things that you're working on? And, and how can your fans connect with you to find out about, um, Elizabeth, just what you're doing and, and anything that you're, like, working on? Or just, just to say, hey, how can they get in touch with you also? Just to say, hey, I mean, they can email me my personal email, which I like better than the fan email because I'm not, I'm not like that, you know, you can't, I'm exclusive, you can't contact me. It's elizabeth.langham at gmail.com is my personal email, which I check every day. And then also Twitter, which I'm not on that as much as I should, but it's at crankupthelove. And then my Facebook, um, they can just Google Elizabeth Langham and it's the shorthead picture is mine. So, but I mean, I love talking to them. I love hearing about like their just daily life. I don't need to talk about like the celebrity stuff and the VIP and all that. Like I just like I just like being normal. And I think I appreciate not signing those contracts because like it helps me to maintain the normality of life. Yeah, I think I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and getting to know you as an artist. It's been such a Thank pleasure. You. And um, we're like, I feel like we're a, a step above just by having you on and listening to your story. And, and like, like, like you said, if they want to get in contact with you to reach, you, reach, reach out at your email, Twitter, or Facebook. And yeah. um, we wish you much success in everything you do in the future. Thank you. I'm pretty sure after this interview, you and I are like BFF. So like Urban Team oh, yeah. Magazine. Support, 150 million percent. So, <laughs> yeah. But well, um, you. Oh, also, I'm coming to San Diego, so I'm pretty sure we have to do another interview, too. <laughs> oh, definitely. But, um, but, yeah, so if anybody's listening right now, and for the record, I'm Elizabeth Langham, and I support Urban Teen Magazine, 150 million percent, and Miss Sandra is the bomb deity. <laughs> and, and and we support you 100% also. So, um thank, thank you. you so much for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. And thank you all for joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine here at Block Talk Radio. If you want to know more, Elizabeth Langham, 
um, like she mentioned, visit her website, not website, her social media pages, or email her. Um, and I'm pretty sure she can let you know on how to download her latest singles that you heard right here on Urban Teen Magazine Radio, Rise Up and Love Song, which were pretty hot. And don't forget to check out our latest issue of Urban Teen Magazine and be on the lookout for Elizabeth in a, a feature in an upcoming issue. You can get your free copy by downloading it at urbanteenmagazine.com. If you know of an outstanding, talented teen in your community and would like us to feature them in Urban Teen Magazine, or if you are an entertainer and would like to just come sit down and talk with us here at Urban Teen Magazine Radio, send all your inquiries to info at urbanteenmagazine.com or urbanteenmagazine at yahoo.com. Until next time, this has been your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. As always, remember to stay positive and follow your dreams.